0: Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction. I'm your facilitator, the one and only Vincent T. Edwards, better known as Mr. Speaker. Please remember to visit, visit the bishop's website at robertgrudolph.org. There you can listen to previous episodes of podcasts and stay informed of what the bishop has going on. I want to thank everybody for listening. This is our last broadcast of twenty. 2021 our last recording and so we'll kick off a new season in the new year Um, when we open it up for questions and answers we're going to ask that you please keep your questions related to today's topic hello Bishop Rudolph how is it going in your neck of the woods on today
1: Mr. Speaker Mr. Speaker Mr. Speaker I'm doing wonderful on today and everything is going fine here And I'm just excited about today and excited about this podcast on today.
0: Oh, I'm certainly, certainly uh, in agreement with you on today. Today, we're going to be talking about prayer, work and watch. Oh, my goodness. Pray, work and watch. That's some powerful stuff dealing with Mark chapter 13, verses 32 through 37. Let's kick this off with some prayer today, Bishop.
1: Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for how good you have been to all of us. And in spite of our mistakes, in spite of our mishaps, you have been there, and Lord, we appreciate you being so kind. Now, Father, as I minister a word via this podcast, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. Bishop, today we're talking about
0: Pray, work, and watch. We're talking about some uh some 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 verbs, some things that make you take action today, and so please get us started with this on today
1: exactly well sir i uh, I think it's very interesting that you brought that up because that was the first thing that I was going to, so I guess good minds think alike fi um, <laughs> <laughs> oh see, see, well, that's wonderful, but anyway, these are three verbs, pray work, and watch. This is what Jesus told his disciples. Uh, A lot of times his disciples were able to sit down and talk with him. And in this particular instance, Jesus was asked about when will the second coming come? Uh, When will uh, your coming again to bring us into your kingdom? And you must understand that a lot of disciples thought that he was going to set up his kingdom here on Earth, But that's not what Jesus was talking about. He was specifically talking about his kingdom in heaven. But for the coming of the Lord, he explained it this way, that there are three things we must do in the process of preparing for his coming, and that's pray, work, and watch. Let's read Mark, Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter, verses 32 through 37. You'll find these words recorded. The gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter, verses 32 through 37, go like this. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for ye know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh at even or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning. Lest coming, suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. This is what Jesus told his disciples as they question him concerning when the signs of the time or when the signs of his coming or the coming of God or the coming of the Lord, when will this happen? Many people, they speculate concerning the second coming of Jesus Christ. But according to this particular passage of scripture, Jesus left on record, and this is what I like about this passage, Jesus himself, the man who will come back in glory, the man who will come back to receive us unto him, he left on record what we should do concerning his second coming. In his words, he just left certain instructions that we need to follow. And the first thing he tells us, Mr. Speaker, is that we should pray. Look at verse 33. Take ye heed, watch and pray for ye know not when the time is. Let's also look at Ephesians, the sixth chapter and the 18th verse, where it says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, not in the flesh, but in the spirit, and watching un- thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Now that word pray simply means to petition God. That's all it means. And when you are petitioning our Savior, you're talking to Him just like you and I talk, Mr. Speaker. You are simply expressing yourself to God. You're taking heed, you're watching, but you're praying because you don't know when the time is that Christ will come back. And then the Bible tells us even further in Ephesians, Paul's letter to the saints at Ephesus, that we should pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And and we have to watch and and make certain that our supplication and make certain that our petition before the Lord is within his will. So first, Mr. Speaker, we definitely need to pray.
0: Bishop, that is a very profound statement. And as we often say, it's easier said than done. The concept of praying and prayer why is it so difficult to get people to pray? We run into people Mm -hmm. all the time. A pastor, can you pray for me? Pastor, can you pray for me? When do people pray for themselves and spend that time with God? Why is it so challenging for us as Christians that know the best thing for us is to pray, but we find it so hard to pray and we can find every other thing to do but pray? Help us, Bishop.
1: Well, you, you said it exactly right. When it's time to pray, We can do everything else except for petitioning God. We can watch a two-hour movie. We can shop for hours and hours. We can do a lot of things that we feel we need to do. And it's not boring. It does not bother us. But when it comes to praying, when it comes to petitioning God, sometimes it takes us a long time period of time before we get on our knees and petition the Lord. And oftentimes when we do, the phone rings or there's a disturbance, there is a distraction. But what I like to do is, according to uh, the scripture, it talks about going into your closet, maybe not necessarily a physical closet. And then some people, they have a a physical closet that they go into and that they pray. But what I, I think that he meant in that particular passage of Scripture is for us to be able to remove all of the distractions, remove everything that would create a problem in our petition to God. Get it out of the way, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, whether it's the telephone, uh, whether it is the television whatever it might be, get those distractions out of the way and pray. And I think the reason why many of us can't pray is because of distractions. And then some of us can't pray because the type of life that we have been living, if if you have not been living a good life or if you have done something that you know the Father is definitely not pleased with, I'm quite certain you're not wanting to petition him. But when you have a clean life, when you have a clean slate, When you've done everything that you can do, it's easy to go to the Lord in prayer.
0: Amen. Amen. And I like to let people know that things are difficult when you don't do them. But the more you pray, the easier it becomes. And the more you want to pray and you find the benefits of it, Uh, Bishop, looking at watch (laughs) say, pray, watch. In this passage that you've given us, these verses, watch occurs four times. Is there some significance? I know we got to pray, but is there some significance to watching?
1: Well, now, now let me let me do this before we right after we pray. Let me put emphasis on this work. And then I'm definitely coming to watch because I think what I have to say on watch will help to sum up everything. Let's let's look at this work thing for a second. If you go to verse 34, it tells us for the son of man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants, and to every man his work. I want you to, if you have your Bible, of those of you who might have your Bible, I want you to underline or highlight the word work, and commanded the porter to watch. Notice that the next major thing in this passage of Scripture, the next major thing that Jesus was telling his disciples, not only should you pray, not only should, uh, should you petition me, but I need you to work. In other words, don't just sit there and not do anything. A lot of us, we talk big. I mean, we really talk big and say all of the things that we're going to do. But when we pray, we have to bag it up with work. That's the only way that God knows that we are serious. The Bible tells us that we must pray, but it also tells us to occupy until I come. What are you doing? You're saved, you're sanctified, you're Holy Ghost filled, and some of us, we really go above and beyond in that description. But are you just saved? Are you just there for the sake of being there? Are are, are you I mean, what are you doing other than saying I'm saved and I'm going to heaven? You have to provide something that God wants you to help him in the furtherance of his kingdom. So you've got to work. You've got to occupy until he comes back. Everybody. I don't care what it is. Everybody who has a connection with God. Everyone who is saved and and delivered, they have their own job to do. And so while you're working, you've got to stay in your own lane of whatever it is that God wants you to do. And, And please understand and note this, Mr. Speaker, that when we talk about spiritual work, not everybody is going to be a pastor. Not everybody is going to be a minister. Not everybody is going to be at that level of ministry. Amen. Yeah, but please understand that there are some individuals who will be at the level of ministry where they're assisting. What about the ministry of helps? What about the ministry of praying for other people as they go out? Not everybody is going to be out front. So while you're working Work the work that God has given to you while it is day. For when the night comes, no man can work. So everybody has their job to do. Everybody has to stay in their own lane. Now, let's talk about this word watch. Let's get to number three here. We, we talked about prayer. Uh, we talked about work. But now let's talk about watching. We should watch, as you mentioned, Mr. Speaker, four times, four times, four times, in this passage of Scripture, we're told to be on the alert. Verse 33 tells us, watch. Even verse 34 tells us, watch. Verse 35 tells us, watch. And, and, and on and on. And even in verse 37, it, it leaves a final word of saying, and what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. He put emphasis upon the word, watch. Why should we be on the alert? Well, I think it's because Jesus knew that once he left, he knew that the enemy was going to do everything that he could possibly do to tear down the walls of protection that Jesus put around his disciples and his followers. But what we must understand, and and I'm getting excited, as I talk about this, what we must understand is we might be strong and we might be so strong that the enemy can't come and tear us down, but he knows what is closest to us. And sometimes he can get into a family member. Sometimes he can get into a church member. Sometimes he can get into those who are closest to us and he tries to use them as a distraction to get us to turn around. But I made a vow to the Lord, and I'm determined more than ever. I'm determined. I made a vow to the Lord, and I will not take it back. I'm going to stand for Jesus every step of the way. And I think that he wanted us to watch, Mr. Speaker, because sometimes the enemy can't get to you because you're not going to do anything, thanks be to God, uh, because of your relationship with Christ. But there are other distractions that could create a disturbance for you in your walk with God. So we got to pray. We got to work. And we definitely have to watch.
0: I love that, Bishop, that word watch. And when you look at it, it says stay alert. It reminds me of my military days. I was an infantry soldier. They always say stay alert, stay alive. Stay alert, Mm -hmm. stay alive. That means you have to watch. And our enemy, the devil, he's going around like a lion, roaring lion, seeking whom he can destroy. And so, therefore, we have to be on the watch because he can come from anywhere at any time and through anyone. Excellent, excellent point on today. Pray, work, and watch. At this time, I'm going to open up the floor. Does anyone today have a question for the bishop? No one I had a question for the bishop on today. So, Bishop, how can we pray more? What can we do to pray more? How can we find out what our gift is so that we can work more? And what can we do so that we can be alert more that is watching?
1: Well, Mr. Speaker, I think that we have to put more emphasis upon a true concentra- concentration to the Lord. And when we are consecrated in our lives, there is nothing that helps us more with that con- concentration with the Lord and consecration with the Lord, uh, should I say, than praying. Because that's alone time with God. That's how you can consecrate yourself before the Lord is praying. The time that you have in speaking to Him and, and really spending time with Him in prayer. Not praying because you have to preach, not praying because you have to get up and do an exhortation, but praying on a regular, everyday basis with God helps you. And you're never at a loss uh, because you have that relationship with Him. And then as far as working is concerned, I think all of us have to make certain that we are in God's will. If I'm not in the will of God, then I can't know what he has for me to do. I know what my ministry is. I I know what God has uh, inspired me to do. And I know what God has given me to do through the spirit realm. So because of that, I can work. But many times people don't know. They're just going through the motions. And whenever you go through the motions at church, you don't know your life's purpose You don't know why you're even here, but that's why you have to have a strong relationship with God where he can determine and you can determine, this is my life's work in the spiritual realm. And then again, lastly, watching is just simply something that we need to do. We need to watch, be watchful. Even though everybody in the church or everybody who says that they are dedicated to the Lord, they may not. Really be. And you have to be watchful. And if you have a strong spiritual belief in God, and if you have God's spirit on the inside of you, you will know who is really a follower of Jesus Christ. And if you are able to watch, it will help you to be careful that you don't land in the midst of distraction. So pray, work. And watch. Those are just the three things that Jesus told us that we have to do in anticipation and expectation of his coming.
0: Amen. And uh, before we close, Bishop, I would just like to ask, is there anything that you'd like to say to your listeners, being that this is the last podcast of this year, 2021? Anything you want to say to them, uh, inspiring them into the new year or just anything, Bishop?
1: Well, to everyone, again, we, we uh, started this podcast. Um, you and I, we, we sat down and, and talked about it, and the Lord has really been working, and I appreciate you uh, very much, and I appreciate all of the listeners. Once, we, once this is recorded, it is uh, sent to church members and sent to individuals who follow uh, the ministry that the Lord has given to me. So I'm very thankful that the people are listening uh, to this. But I want to let you know that as we go into a new year, we're not here just to fill up time. We're not here just to walk in place, but we have a practical, an exhortation from God to work in and for his kingdom. And if we are to do our very best work, we've got to recognize that to watch expectantly encourages readiness without laziness. Readiness without Without laziness, work with our prayer. Work without uh, a prayer is useless. And uh, vigilance, even without prayer, someone said that vigilance without prayer is even short-sighted and weak. So let's work not to fill up time, but let's work. Let's pray. Let's work, and let us watch so that we are not wasting time as it relates to what God has for us in the new year. It's a new season. It's a new day. In a few days, it's going to be a new year. And as a matter of fact, when we play this on uh, Monday, when this is uh, distributed on Monday, it will be a new year. This is a new year. So brothers and sisters, beloved, what are we going to do? Are we going to stay in the past or are we going to move forward? And I'm like the Apostle Paul. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. Well, this one thing I do. Uh-huh. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark. Yes, sir. Of the prize of the high calling of God in the Christ Jesus, I feel like preaching right about now, oh. I really do, and i 'm telling you i 'm telling you we we just have to go forward i 'm going to close this, but <laughs> we have to go forward we we cannot we, we just we have to go forward we it, it's it 's backward, never forward ever i mean we we have to go forward we we can 't sit back and say what we should have done we can 't uh, cry over spilt milk. It's time to move into another direction, and I'm going to pray. I'm going to work. I'm going to watch, and I am going to prepare not only uh, for the life that God wants me to live, but I'm preparing for the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I am excited about this new year, Mr. Speaker, and thank you all for listening, and I look forward to listening Uh, And 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 praying so that I can have a word for you in the in the coming year.
0: Thank you so very much, Bishop. It's all about action. Pray, work and watch. You've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph, and I want to thank you for listening today. Please make sure you share this episode and all of the episodes with your family and friends. Once again, this is Vincent T. Edwards, Mr. Speaker, your facilitator for On Point with Bishop Robert G.
1: Rudolph, On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction.